You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we discuss ways and strategies and techniques that help us effectively address life's most difficult moments. And I put quotations, quotation marks around though that were difficult. And the reason why I put quotation marks around it is because I want us to understand how important what we identify something as label something as or define something as is. I want us to understand the effect, effect and infect uh, or infection that it can cause from us identifying it. So I lose, use that, lose that word, use that word 
difficult loosely because you can substitute that word difficult for defining. I believe that everything that we face in life, even the most toughest of decisions, some of those things that seem to hit us, you know, they came from out of nowhere. It hit us from the left. It hit us from the right. It hit us from the front. It hit us from the back. It hit us from the top. It hit us from the bottom. It just came out of nowhere. I believe those are defining moments and the defining moment doesn't necessarily come from those situations, but it now become, it comes once you decide what it is that you're going to do and how you're going to handle those situations, how you're going to address those situations, how you're going to face those situations. And with me, it took me years to face some situations. If you're no, if you know me personally, if you're familiar with my story, if you listen to my radio broadcast, if you, uh, listen to the podcast, if you've listened to anything I've done ministry wise or any speaking engagement I've had, you've read my book from stagnation to transformation. Have you done any of those things? And you are very familiar with me talking about how I was an emotional runner. I was a physical runner. Anytime things were challenging, anytime, anytime things were hard, anytime things wanted to require more out of me than I was willing to give, I ran. So it took me a while to get to the place where I realized that no matter how far I ran, I still was running in circles and I was rerunning into situations that I was attempting to outrun. And the reason why sometimes we keep running into the same situations over and over again is because we need the lesson from those situations to help us throughout our journey. So, you know, I kind of went off on that, but, um, I just want us to understand the purpose of this podcast. And I pray that something is said, not just to inspire you. I don't just want to inspire individuals. And I thank God that I'm able to inspire you, but I also want to push you and motivate you to experience a life of transformation. I want you to understand that there's greatness inside of you. And my prayer is that I speak to the seed. Well, first I pray I, I plant seeds if it need be, or I speak to the seeds, which adds water to the seeds that had already been planted and that you are not just inspired, but you are provoked to grow. That's the whole point of this podcast. All right. So let's get into the subject at hand. All right. So my worst client and some of you may be listening because you might think I'm going to name drop. And some of you might even believe that I'm gonna, or I may not name drop, but I might share some stories and you might be familiar enough with the story to guess who exactly I'm talking about. Well, I am going to name drop. I may tell some stories to support my name dropping, but it may not be the name that you expect it to be. All right. I've been a coach for a while now, uh, officially and unofficially. I've been blessed to um, provide coaching services to those who have needed it spiritually. They've needed it in their personal life. They have needed it financially. They've needed it in regards to business and uh their business and their career, uh, relationship, family, anything that you can think of. But I always explain what I specialize in is I provide tools, strategies, strategies, and techniques to transition individuals from a life of merely existing to living a life full 
of purpose. All right. And purpose can be found in various areas of our life. When you use that word purpose, it kind of takes away the value and the weight of purpose uh, because rep within our purpose is so much. It is so complex. And sometimes we are trying to grab hold of the entirety of something when we need to just begin to master portions of it. And the more we begin to master portions of it, the more is revealed to us. All right. But anyway, let's get to this worst client. Um, I've had the privilege of, of coaching people from all walks of life, uh, different backgrounds, uh, different belief systems. I've just been blessed to be able to do that. But I got to say my most challenging client, and I say my worst client, the reason why I say my worst client is because it seemed with this client, no matter how much I tried to provoke this young man, this gentleman to succeed, he just seem to keep getting in his own way. And the more and more I pushed and encouraged him, he began to believe now that I was an enemy to him. And because he viewed me as an enemy, he was not able to receive wholeheartedly everything that I was given to him because he was at a defensive. He find, finds himself and sometimes still finds himself in a defensive mode when it comes to individuals that are attempting to push him and motivate him to reach his maximum potential. Sometimes he aligns himself with the uh, naysayers or aligns himself with the negative energy and the negative vibes and the, the uh, failures of his past. He still finds himself holding fast to those things or, or the things that are connected to his family line that represent failure or represent uh, mediocrity. So it is very hard sometimes to coach this individual. And one of the things I'm learning is how to back off from him, because I feel like sometimes what I've tried to do is force feed it to him because I feel like he ought to know by now. Have you ever dealt with somebody that you felt like they ought to know by now, but yet sometimes you forget that there were times in your life that you might should have ought to known by now that you did not display that you knew by now. I mean, did you have you ever been there? Maybe you've never been there, but I've been there. Okay. So I'm learning how to allow this person to get to a place where they want it for themselves. And I'm not saying they don't always want it. What I'm saying is that sometimes they don't always display that they want it because sometimes they are still in covenant with those things that are harmful or hurtful to them. They keep hurting themselves over and over again. And you say, well, Cliff, well, who is it? Who is this client? Are y'all ready for me to drop the name of this client? The client is myself. It's myself. There are some times that my biggest fight is with myself. It's with the understanding that the principles that God has given me will work in my favor if I consistently work them. Sometimes I don't want them to work. Sometimes I just want to do my own thing.
Sometimes I want to settle. Sometimes I don't want to fight for it. Sometimes I just want to be me. And you that sounds great. Well, that's who you should be. Yeah, but sometimes the wanting to be me represents the past me that I'm comfortable with. Everything represents the comfortability of it. It does not represent the side of me that needs to fight or the side of me that needs to stand up to that comfortable, comfortable side and say, I know you make me feel good for the moment, but you are not good for me. You are not good for me as it relates to purpose, as it relates to destiny, as it relates to design, as it relates to creation, as it relates to, to uh, prosperity, as it relates to, uh, to greatness. You are not friends with me. You are not my friend. And I find myself sometimes that when I don't want to let go of that side of me and really address that side of me, then I find myself connecting externally with individuals that can connect with that side, that can relate to that side, that want to want me to be in that side. And I never blame them because I understand that it is me. I realized that I was holding my business back. I was holding my ministry back. I was holding my life back. I was holding opportunities back. I was holding me back. I was holding those connected to me back. I was holding back. And as long as I hold back, I will never, ever, 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 ever reach the maximum potential that God desires for me to reach. I realize. Some days I'm my worst client. Some days, some, some days, some days I disrespect the investment inside of me. And it's almost as if I spit in my own face. Attempting to discourage myself so that I will just settle and walk away from this thing. But then there's a side of me that says, nope, not happening. Too much is at stake. And plus, you were there before. It did not feel good. It did not look good. It did not sound good. It just was not good for you. So then I have to pull myself up by the bootstraps to understand that if I'm ever going to be an effective coach, then I have to allow myself First, to coach me and to submit to another coach. Every coach needs a coach. Every mentor needs a mentor. So I hope, and it's not a long podcast, but I just wanted to share with you guys how I realized that I was what my worst client. And it, the thing about what my worst client is that now I've had to up my sessions with myself, catch it with myself. I had to up my sessions with myself so that I can be more effective when I'm having a session with other people. It kind of ties into episode one, the healthy support. 
I have to be a healthier support to myself so that I can be a healthy support to those who reach out. Whether they need me as a client, whether they need me as a spiritual leader, whether they need, they need me as a brother, whether they, I was going to say as a sister, <laughs> whether they need me as a brother, whether they need me as a mentor, whether they need me as whatever capacity, a father, whatever it is that they need me, uh, a friend, a loved one, whatever, I have to make sure that I'm allowing myself to be coached. I have to make sure that I'm allowing myself to be all that you can. Oh, my fault. I have to allow myself to be everything that I was designed to be. So tonight, I hope that you hear that and you can look within yourself. If you're a coach, if you're a pastor, if you're, whatever you are, begin to look at how you treat yourself as it relates to what you offer. And do you look like what you offer? And one of the things I realized even the more too is that I have to look more like the transformation that I'm attempting to get others to buy into. If I don't look like the transformation, I'm not even just talking about a natural sense, but there has to be a natural transformation too. Uh, in the positive sense, there has to be a natural transformation, but in the spirit, if we want to deal with energy, if we want to deal with aura, if we want to deal with all of those things, what am I giving off? And we all can buy into a uh, false sense of reality that we give off great aura all the time. I know I don't. And I'm working on that. Not just because I don't want nobody to say I gave off negative aura. I don't care about that. I don't want to give off negative aura because I don't want to reap negative aura. And I want to make sure that if I'm in a position or in a place and you need to feed off of it, then you're able to feed off of it. But the only way I can get to that place is that I allow myself to eat as much as I need to eat when I'm alone so that I'm whole and working on becoming whole so that when I, when you need me to empty out, I'm not emptying out and then have nothing else to pour back into me. So I realized, although I was my worst client I have the ability to become my greatest client. I have the ability to tell, to become the greatest testimony system or, or I, to develop the greatest testimony in the systems that God has given me. I have the great, the, the greatest opportunity to develop the greatest testimony. I hope that made sense. It made sense in my head. If it didn't make sense to you, just write, you know, comment, let me know. I'll explain it. So tonight I just encourage you take the time, spend that time with you as a client, as whatever, become whole enough in all core areas of your life 
enjoy your process. Don't rush the process, but don't use not rushing the process as an excuse for you to do nothing. You must do something. We should be ever growing, ever evolving on a daily basis. So as I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Be blessed. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there. Purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a, a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www cliftonpettyjohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.